What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your hosts of the GMs of the Future podcast with... Nick Adna. And I'm Ryan Bondarenko. Guys, this is going to be more of a shorter uh, episode, really. We only have two games to talk about and then going into the Super Bowl. We'll just talk about the one. We're not going to talk about the <laughs> AFC Championship there for all you that already know the results. Uh, yeah, so uh, we can. Uh, there's not much to go on. We'll talk about that. And then the last two... Uh, coaching hires have been uh made in the uh nfl uh, so we can talk about the coaching hires first if we yeah if we i want mean uh, the so, texans have actually signed lovey smith to be their defensive coordinator right yep. and they uh they hired a the only african-american head coach um that was hired this off season uh and he was a Ravens assistant and uh his name is david cully he was their assistant head coach um so they've hired They've hired him to be their head coach. And then what was the other head coaching hire? I believe uh, was the we, – did we talk – the Eagles were the last one prior. So actually yeah. there was only the the one. We mentioned the Eagles one last week. So all the head coaching has been uh, signed. Kind of. And, I mean, I'm sure there will be minuscule, you know, hires of staff being hired on, you know, that are not coordinators because most teams have their coordinators now. And everything's kind of staffs are into place. And yeah, exactly. It's at, for a team like myself with the Bills, uh, who had both their offensive and defense coordinators work in talks for many different positions and many Lovey's, different teams. Leslie Frazier, the defense coordinator, was it was him, Eric Bieniemy, and this uh, guy from the Ravens, who this David Kelly, uh, and they were the three ch- final choices. So teams that you know didn't lose their coordinators. It's a big step going forward, especially for young teams going forward. And I know we're going to see some new things happening uh, with these teams, right? So uh, yeah, I mean, one of the big, the big, big news coming out of the NFL right now is Deshaun Watson officially asking for a trade out of Houston. Um, he's removed all of his stuff off social media. Off with social te- media to do anything with the Texans, and there's also talks of JJ Watt also wanting out of houston he does not want to stay for a rebuild he's already what 30 yeah he's getting he's getting up there in age he wants to go to a contending team and win and he's been injured so many times and i mean he knows that if watson goes that they're looking at another long rebuild and the texans are in trouble they don't have a first round pick they've they really thought they had a team that was so close but it never really was close because they couldn't compete. They just had a star quarterback. They had a great receiver in Hopkins. Like, that Hopkins trade destroyed this franchise. Yeah. It destroyed this franchise because they now lost their franchise quarterback because there was no future, right? So, yeah, they're in trouble there. Um, another thing is is it looks like Matthew Stafford is going to be on the move. Uh, plenty of teams are obviously going to be interested. Teams like... San Fran may want him. He's an upgrade. The Rams may want him over Goff. Like, there's lots of teams. Even that the Bears could go after Stafford. Yeah, that one's a little bit less likely because interdivision it, it, trades tend yeah. not to happen with star players. They happen more with the mediocre minor. Yeah, they're still also talking that Jared Goff may be getting dealt at the moment. Yeah, I I could see something where along of Goff and something another piece uh, to get go for Stafford because Stafford is the better quarterback. Stafford. When he has weapons, he puts up great numbers. And this year, he didn't may not have had great numbers because, well, he lost Kenny Galladay, his number one receiver, had, didn't play since like week four. So, I mean, 
things happen, you know. So, you know, there's not, that's mostly, uh, most of the big news coming out of the NFL, there hasn't been really much else. Uh, we are just going to go right into the scores for it. So the AFC game, uh, yeah, Buffalo, this was one of the worst games they played all year. I agree that it was one of the worst games they played all year, minus maybe the Titans game uh, yeah. early in the year. But this is a bad game. Uh, they, they were outplayed. If you want to beat the Chiefs, you can you you have to stop at least either Tyreek Hill or at least either Travis, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Both of them had over a hundred yards, and nothing that the Bills were doing seemed to work. The Bills seemed slow after facing a Ravens team where they were clearly the better team, where they were faster on defense. Their defense got schooled. They had one three and out at the first play, and that wasn't really a three and out. Tyreek Hill dropped the ball, so the Bills did not play well. The Chiefs. This was this was the Chiefs' best game they've played all season. They were the Their, dominant. It was team. the best defensive game they've even played offensively. All it was a great game because yeah. everything they did worked. Yeah. Um, so, so we got Kansas City moving on to the Super Bowl for the second time in two years, and it's actually the third time that Kansas City has hosted the AFC Championship in the last three years. That's right. And now that has never happened. They yeah. lost the first year uh, in the AFC Championship, and then they've gone to the Super Bowl the next two years. Like, yeah, Patrick they're, they're Mahomes has taken that team and completely made the Chiefs a threat. They, every ha- they have year. stars on their offense. They have key pieces, right? They have their burner, and then they have someone who just gets open in Travis Kelsey, right? And they, they have a lot of speed on that team, Uh you know, now they got themselves a running back in Edward Solaire who just came who came back. Yes, the Bills stopped the run in this game or whatever that they played, but Kansas City is a heavy, heavy favorite offensively. They're the best offensive team in football. You are scared of them. No defense goes in and you're not gonna shut down Kansas City. No one can. Yeah, no defense goes in there thinking we're not we're gonna shut these guys down, we're gonna shut every single person down. They ain't doing nothing against us. No, that you go in there thinking, okay. How many points do we have to score to be able to beat the Chiefs? Yeah, you want to contain and make big plays, key yeah. things, and that's and that's really where it came down to why Buffalo didn't win this game. But we can move on to the NFC Championship game and the uh, game that, in my personal opinion, was handed to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And many people can disagree with that, but my belief in football is the fact that Referees should call the game the exact same way the entire time. Yes, maybe one week they're calling certain things holding or certain things pass interference, not calling it the next week. That's a big deal in sports. You know, they, it is what it is that referees all have that different take on it, but you need to call from day from the second the game starts to the second the game ends the exact same way. Yep. And we'll just talk about two plays, really, that are the defining moments of the game. In my opinion, and that's on Aaron Rodgers' interception in the first half. Clear as day, Sean Murphy bunting is pulling his jersey down yep. when he get pulling Lazard's jersey down, and then he gets the interception. It's a holding. It's not even a remotely anything change that gets called many times throughout the year for many different teams. Gets called, but then it doesn't get called for this, like, and it okay. doesn't get called. And you're like, fine, doesn't get called. Later in the game, la- you know, third down near the end of the game. 
Pass to Tyler Johnson. Brady throws it. It's about five yards over his head. Almost an uncatchable ball. Kevin King does the same thing. Pulls the jersey. Holds. That one gets called as pass interference. The fact of the matter, it's very simple. Either both get called or both don't get called. Yeah. You Should cannot... the Packers have won? Maybe the Packers don't go and score a touchdown in the, and they still win the game. But yeah. the Bucks got seven points off the first one because they end up getting a touchdown off the pick. Boom, that seven points has gone off the board. The Packers win this game. It's, it's a ve- This game was given to the Bucks. They were not the better team. Ne- neither one of these teams actually played a, what was a good game. No. It wasn't a great game. There was some... A lot of mistakes, and you know it was a big deal for the Bucks actually to have Vita Vea back. I noticed it. It was in this huge. Um, can I? I will say one thing that Aaron Rodgers, the only time he has gone to the NFC Championship and won, is the time they won the Super Bowl. Every other time he's been to the NFC Championship, one and four, five times, and he's one and four. Yeah, and this he is the can't. first time they ever hosted it, and you know, you everyone was all, yeah, this is the this is the year, and and truth be told, everyone thought the Packers were going to be they were the favorites in this in this yep. game, and you know, hey, we have a Buccaneers Chiefs Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. It's to me, it feels so rigged that they Brady goes to Tampa Bay, and all of a sudden, Tampa Bay is in the Super Bowl. There was the one game they had a couple weeks, or it was like near the end of the season, where clear as day, it was not a first down. Yeah, the one against the Falcons, yeah. yeah and then and they called then a first down. They this showed a- Brady and the team instead of the ball, and then they called it a first, when clearly it was not a first down. It's a lot of stuff feels that it's being put in into the Buccaneers' way so that they went for this. They were the first team to host a Super Bowl and only because Brady was on the team. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like the Bucs are a bad team or they've been given it because they've won a lot of games and they've won it on their own. They've played good football. They've done a lot of things that way. But, you know, there's just been some questionable calls that have been gone that way. And, I mean, we can talk about the refs all we want, but in the end... There isn't much to do other than the fact that it is Chiefs and Buccaneers. It is the former face of the NFL in Tom Brady facing what is the future face of the NFL in Patrick Mahomes. In Patrick Mahomes, because it, it let's be honest, Brady maybe has a year or two left, and he's gonna be and he's gonna retire. I mean, he's got to he's got to think of what he's doing to his body long term. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes is the, the face future. of the NFL right now. He it's not Brady. It is Patrick Mahomes, and he's yeah. gonna be the face of the NFL for the next 10 years, you know, barring crazy injury or things like that happening, right? Yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes has transcended the way quarterbacks are now because even Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Herbert, Burrow, all these guys are, maybe not Russell Wilson because he's a little bit older, but then you've still got Tua, Watson, all these Josh, young, Allen. Josh Allen, all these young guys that are going to be massive quarterbacks for the next 10 years. And a lot of these teams now have their franchise quarterbacks. I forgot about Kyler Murray. Yeah, the the, the, it, the NFL is in great shape at the quarterback position. Obviously, there's teams that could use some. And 
I'm not even going to include Tua as nowhere near in that category that we talked about because Tua did nothing this year. He was no, yeah, he exactly. was an average quarterback, and the way he played, if he doesn't drastically improve, he looks nothing like a franchise quarterback. Yeah, nothing like a franchise but quarterback. You've but that's, still got Justin Herbert. The way he played this year was phenomenal. Joe Burrow. He came, was phenomenal till he got until he got hurt. hurt. Yeah, Lamar Jackson played phenomenal football again. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Josh Allen set records for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, the quarterback position is in great shape, and Patrick Mahomes is at the top of that. He is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Because, yes, Rodgers may have had a better year than him, but Patrick Mahomes still is the best quarterback. If you're going to take a quarterback for one season in the National Football League right now, you're going to take... Patrick Mahomes. It's that simple. Yep. You're not going to take anyone else because he, what he can do athletically, what he can do just in a, in a system, he's got a if strong he, arm, he's got a great accuracy, and he wins, and he's clutch. And that's everything you need in a quarterback. If the NFL ever decided, it, it's never going to happen, but if they had ever decided to do a fantasy draft, Mahomes would be the first person taken off the board no matter what. Any team would be yeah. dying to have Patrick Mahomes at the helm. Yeah. And it's just really that simple. And, I mean, but we can we can talk about the Super Bowl. There's a few key things in the Super Bowl, and that's obviously it's a quarterback matchup, but beyond the quarterback matchup, it's... It's going to be the speed of the Chiefs that is going to be the dominant thing. The Versus Bucks. the Bucks' speed on defense and their edge rushers because yeah. both starting tackles aren't going to play for the Chiefs. Eric Fisher's gone. Mitchell Schwartz is gone. Neither one of them is going to play, and that's a huge key because the Bucks they did great because against Aaron Rodgers because they had pressure, and, I mean, they'll do great against the Chiefs if they put pressure on Patrick Brian Mahomes. Brian Bala- uh, David Bakhtiari and uh, Balaga were injured. Well, Balaga's not on the team anymore. Or, sorry, like, yeah. yeah, it was their other right tackle. Yeah, was, but, uh, I mean, they're missing David. They missed David Bakhtiari, but it's really not that. It's, it's more... The fact that the, that's how the Bucks win. That's how you beat star quarterbacks. You rush with four, and you you win with pressure, playing good coverage. And both, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna put a grade, you're gonna go who's got the better offense. You're gonna say Kansas City. Who has the better defense? You're gonna say Tampa Bay. Even though Kansas City just had a great game, but Tampa Bay has just been a better defense all year all round. All year round, exactly. I mean, Kansas City's the thirty second ranked red zone defense, which is a huge key. In, in this, this game, game is if because t- the ball is going to get moved, you're going to have lots of yardage gained. When you're it's in holding that, them to field goals, when over you put runs. Brady in the red zone, he's going to have Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, Godwin, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is back for the Gronkowski. game. Gronk, Brate. He's got six, tons of weapons. Six weapons. And that's not even the running backs in Fournette or I mean Fournette. Had one of the coolest runs. It looked like he was only going to gain a yard, maybe two. Yep. Bounces it, goes outside, scores for a 20-yard touchdown. That was a great play in that game against the Packers. But, yeah, they have a heck of a – They have, these teams have such skilled skill positions. Like, there is so much talent on these teams. Yep. And I, – I do honestly think Brady is the oldest player in this game. And the way he's playing, he still looks like Brady from 2012. Yeah, he's a – yeah, Brady is playing well. He's throwing the ball deep. I mean, he did throw three picks in that game uh, against the Packers. And, you know, 
it really comes down to again turnovers in this game and good red playing good red zone defense. And if I'm going to pick this game right now, which I will, I'm I'm going to take the Chiefs just because I think Patrick Mahomes is going to display himself and say. I am taking this throne from you, Brady. You're I I nothing. do completely agree with you that Mahomes is going to come out and have a stellar game. These guys, they did play each other in, was it week 12? Thir- or 12, 12 or 13, 13, something like that. And, and the, uh, the Chiefs did end up winning that game. 200 yards in the first quarter by Tyreek Hill yep. in this game. If that happens again, again, you're going to see a victory for the... Kansas and it, Tyreek, if you go off like that again, oh man, that you're the speed that Tyreek Hill has is there's no one on the Bucks defense that can keep up with him. There's no one on the Bucks that can keep up. There's with no him, one, even though Scotty Miller said he would win a foot race with Tyreek Hill. And Scotty Miller, I'm sorry, you're nowhere near his speed. There's probably at least 30, 40 guys in the NFL that are faster than you. Yeah. You, and no one's faster than Tyreek Hill. Honestly, the like you got to look. Tyreek Hill, Henry Ruggs, and um, Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown are probably your three fastest McCole, receivers. McCole Hardman would be right there too. And McCole DK Hardman, Metcalf. Yeah, those like, five guys are so young. And DK and, Metcalf is built differently than them. Man, that guy is a beast. <laughs> D- I, you know what? I'm going to call it right now. Not Before the next season, next year, DK Metcalf is going to be one of the top three receivers in the NFL. Yeah. He was close to this year already, right? Yep. So DK Metcalf is great. But, I mean, yeah, so there you there you go. We've picked the game. We both say the Chiefs are going to win this game. And Chiefs are going to repeat back the to Super, back Bowl. Super Bowl champs. I mean, you picked them from day one. We both had Chiefs Seahawks. Super Bowl, so we were both right with the AFC being the Chiefs, but of course that's not a bold prediction. That was the common prediction. Yep. Uh, no know, we're one. Both wrong we in the did, Seahawks. We didn't pick. We both picked the Bucks to make the playoffs, and but only at like nine and seven we well, had them. We yeah, we. Have, I picked them as the as the five seed, exactly what they were, and I had the Saints as the number one seed. But you know, things happen. You know, things change. The Bucks make the Super Bowl. The Bucks, but then again, when we made that. When we made our picks, there was no Antonio Brown on this team. Yeah. Right? You know, things were different. They didn't have – they hadn't signed Leonard Fournette yet. They just had room. Like, things have drastically gotten better throughout the year for the Bucks. Uh They have a good – they have a good team. The Chiefs have a good team. And uh, – This is going to be an absolutely great game. It should be a great Super Bowl. I mean, it'll be fun to watch. Um, I really don't have much else to say on the game. I mean – it. I'm hoping so, for some good Super Bowl commercials this year. I'm hoping here in Canada we can get the American commercials just on regular TV. Yep. And, uh, you know, we got decent halftime show with the weekend. So, uh, you know, hey. There'll probably be some surprises coming in the halftime show. They always throw a surprise or two in yeah. there. But, you guys, thank you for listening all throughout the season. <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you for listening all throughout the season. Uh, we know with COVID, it's been a little bit hard, so we've been trying to, you know, give you some... Uh, something to listen to, something to keep your uh, knowledge going and have, enjoy your time. So we appreciate everyone listening this year. Um, so we will do a recap of the Super Bowl uh, game, uh, you know, shortly after it, and then we'll do a 
We'll talk about the offseason, and we, we'll still keep this podcast going throughout the offseason in the NFL. You it may not hear be from every, us week. every week. Uh, you know, because obviously there is that lull time in the <laughs> NFL offseason, and, you know, Yep. Well, we until football, until we can only talk so much. <laughs> yeah, until uh, free agency really starts up, it's going to be a little bit scarce coming up. But uh, again, thank you everybody who has listened all throughout the year. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe, share with all your family, friends, anybody who would be a football fan. Greatly appreciated for it. Thank you guys so much again. We've had so much fun throughout the year doing this. And just getting together, like even when we had to do it remotely, it's still super fun to talk about football with you guys. And we've had some great guests come in. We've had Julian, Travis, my brother, and Cody, Cody, and Andy. Yeah, it's been a good it's been a good time. So everybody, thanks again for listening, and uh, I, I do enjoy the give, Super Bowl. Give a shout out to those four guys for uh, coming on with us. Thank you guys very much again uh, throughout the year. And yes, thank you. We will be back just after the Super Bowl. Yeah, have a good one, guys.